This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 415 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're going to talk about the most important thing when it comes to successful weight loss, and it's not diet and it's not exercise. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies. Womp, womp, womp. Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. If you are new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And I'm very happy to report that I am down a full pound. I was at 228. I am now at 227. And part of this has to do with, I believe, the Kevin Hart book that I mentioned a couple episodes ago called The Decision. It's kind of a combination of Tony Robbins, Kevin Hart, and his uh, comedy and a little bit of insights, some really great parenting advice as well in that that particular one. But I had heard people talk about this book called Chasing Cupcakes. And I did multiple people said, oh, have you ever heard this? Because I said, my problem is there are times I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. And sometimes we want to use that as an excuse. And it's that's really what this whole book is about. And there are things like, I don't know, sometimes I just can't stop eating. Well, if somebody said that to you on the phone, you could say, well, what are you eating right now? And they might say, well, I'm, I'm not eating right now. And then you could say, oh, so, so you can control when you eat and not. It kind of really, you know, and, and this is the other thing. I, I mentioned this, I think, in last week's. The tagline of this show is a no-nonsense approach to health and fitness. And I realized that there were things I was doing that are just nonsense, And I just was like, I'm not going to do those anymore. I will pass this along. I didn't get to exercise. I've been getting up in the morning to exercise. Now, that's not something I did overnight. And I want to share a little. Well, first, let me tell you about my my alarm clock, because I don't want you to run into this. If you use an iPhone for an alarm clock, which I do, I actually have one set for, you know, one time and then usually one for like two minutes later. I don't hit the snooze button. I try not to. 
But here's the thing. If you have an Amber Alert, and I don't know if there's a setting in your phone that you can have it not do this, but I always set my phone to turn off the audio, but then the alarm still works. But I had an Amber Amber Alert, and if you're not familiar with those, an Amber Alert is where a child has been kidnapped. And so this goes out to everything. It goes on the TV. It's like, hey, here it's a Ford Pinto. (laughs) <laughs> from 1987, a license plate number, such and such, orange last seen here, and the person's name is, you know, Billy or whatever. So it's a way to really make sure that kidnapped kids don't stay kidnapped too long, hopefully. And this happened somewhere in the middle of the night, and you have to touch that to get it off your screen because, again, it's really important. Well, if you're sleeping and an Amber Alert comes up, your alarm will not go off because your phone's still waiting for you to acknowledge the Amber Alert. So I overslept this morning and did not get to to exercise. So there's a little insight. But also an important part of that, I said, I get up in the morning now and exercise. I didn't do that overnight. It took a while. So I'm a guitar player. And when I was growing up, there were people like ZZ Top and other people, and they the technical term is called an artificial harmonic. And my friends and I just called them squeaks. It's this little way you hold a pick and the way you hit a string, and it makes this cool little noise. And why I'm bringing this up in the middle of a weight loss podcast is because when I actually didn't know how anybody did it, And then I read in a magazine, oh, you just hold the pick this certain way and you hit the pick or you hit the string with the pick and your thumb kind of at the same time. And I was like, hmm. And I sat there for days trying to make a squeak come out and just hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting. And when I was done with that, I was hit it, pressing on the string. Nope, 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 nope. And then all of a sudden, blink, out came a squeak. And I was like, wait, 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 that that was it. That was a thing. And I went back and it was like, nope, 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 nope. Squeak. Ah, there's another one. Okay, it's something to do. And you, so my point is when you're trying to make changes, you're probably not going to do it right at first. But the thing is you got to keep trying. You have to keep trying. And now I can squeak like nobody's business. I can just pick up a guitar and, and go to town on that. So I did not exercise in the morning. It just starting out. It took a while to get used to that. And there are still days that that alarm goes off, but I've told myself now, and here's the other thing I learned from this cupcake book, and we've talked about this in the past. There are, are two things to get you to move, and that is the perceived pain. Like, oh, I don't want to get up. My legs are still sore from yesterday. Yada, yada, yada. Wah, wah, wah etc. But how I get myself out of bed is I then tell myself, don't you remember how good you feel when you get off that bike and you've actually really pushed yourself? Don't you remember that? And that is how you overcome cravings. That is how you get up the the motivation to work is when you can Get when you can get focused and really tie into the feeling you're going to feel 
when you get done exercise, the feeling you're going to feel when you actually hit your calorie goal, the feeling that that rush you get of, yes, look at me, I'm doing this. And that actually then breeds confidence, which makes it easier to do the hard um, things that you need to do going forward. So many people think it's the motivation that then gets you to move. No, move and that builds the motivation. And so this book really gets into that. But the thing that makes you, that's more important than diet, that's more important than exercise. And you're like, what is it? Kettlebells? No. (laughs) Your thoughts. And we've talked about this in the past. And she had a great example because if you're, you're new to the show, I recently kind of got into the old affirmations and I probably like many dudes kind of went, eh, sounds a little woo woo. The whole affirmations of I am worthy of love and I make good choices and blah, blah. You're like, really? But here's the thing. I want you, if you, if you're somewhere where you can write this down, write down things you can't do. And that could be like, I can't control myself on the weekends. I can't turn down a good chocolate cake. I can't, can't, can't. And you come up with a big old list of things you can't do. And then on the other side of the page, write down what you can do. And I know this is very apparent with podcasters, of which I'm one, that if somebody asks me to name a negative review, I can go a bad commercial for a bad product is what I have for the school of podcasting. It's a one-star review. Now I've got probably another 75 really positive reviews that I can't name, but I can tell you that one-star review like it's, you know, scripture. We remember the negative stuff. And here's the thing is most of the time that negative stuff is not true. So she was talking about the power of words. And if you're thinking, ah, words, schmerds, you know, affirmations, woo, woo, blah, blah. She's like, fine. If you don't think words make a difference, if you have children Before you wake them up for school, go in, grab some lipstick or whatever you want to use to write on the mirror, but write on the mirror, you suck, and then wake them up to go to school and do that every day. So every day when they wake up and go in the bathroom, it says, you suck. And I was like, man, that's a great example because what parent would do that? Nobody. Because you don't want people thinking you suck, but yet we have this memory that remembers all the negative things. And we've talked about this in the past that we lie to ourselves. We lie to ourselves. And so this book really, if you are battling with your brain, you got to check it out. Now, it's also available on as an audio book. So if you go to LogicalLoss.com slash free book, if you're new to Audible, you can go over sign up, get Chasing Cupcakes, and if you don't want an Audible subscription, just cancel your subscription, and then you get to keep the book. The other cool thing about Audible, I forget what the name of the book was. I think it was the one I was thinking about when I got the Kevin Hart book about mental gym or something like that, and it was horrible. I actually was able to, I was like, look, I listened to five chapters of this book. It kind of blows, and they let me turn it back in. So that's a really cool, so you're only paying for books that you like. 
Again, LogicalLoss.com slash free book. Also have links out in the show notes out at LogicalLoss.com slash 415 if you want to buy the Kindle book or a paperback or things like that. But I really thought that was an interesting view when she said, hey, you know, if you don't think words count, then go in and write you suck on the mirror and get your kids up so that they see that every morning. And I was like, oh, yeah, you wouldn't do that. And so when we uh, come back from the break here, I'm going to tell you how, why thoughts are so important. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training. If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. The brain and your thoughts, they're complex. Why we do what we do, I think if we knew, if we really understood that, we could do a whole lot more. And I think in the past I called this the crazy cycle, but it's really worth repeating. And she does a great job of talking about this in the book. But here's why thoughts are more important than diet and exercise. Because it starts with your thoughts. It really does. Thoughts drive your choices. And then choices repeated, again, turn into habits. Your habits create results. And your results inform beliefs. And then what happens? Your beliefs generate more of the thoughts that drive the choices, that drive the habits, that drive the results, that drive the beliefs. It's It just goes on and on. She, she does a great uh, analogy that really, for me, triggered the, the theater of the mind. And think about this. And I've said this before. I've just kind of paraphrased this. And I said, when you're doing the wrong thing, you're practicing doing the wrong thing and you get better at it. So... It's the thought, though, that drives those choices. And she brings up the example of if your life is a dirt road and you are driving a Jeep and you have the right road and the the wrong road and you go on the wrong road. Well, the first time you go there, you can now see 
two tire tracks there. And the next time you, you're driving along, you're like, mm, I'm not sure which way to go here. Oh, I'll just follow what I did last time. So now you've got that. And if you've ever, let's say it rained the day before, uh, and now you, you're starting to get a little bit of a rut in, in the dirt. And if it, if it was real rainy outside, now you're, you're carving in these giant tire treads to where it's almost like a train track now where the, the tires just automatically follow into them. Those are your habits. And it's hard to turn. You're afraid you're going to break your, your axle or whatever because your tires are so deep into these tire tracks. So I say this and I, I love that analogy because number one, that's why going back to my story of when we try new things, it just doesn't work right sometimes because it takes practice and it's not easy. It's simple. Quit eating bad stuff, but it's not easy. But it's those thoughts. So think about the thought of, and I don't want to trigger people here and like, oh, he talks too much about ice cream or whatever. But whatever that thought is, let's say it's, uh, I deserve, I deserve to eat McDonald's on the weekends because I've been a good boy all week. And she points out, if you are, re- if, if you're, Treating your food that you eat when you're, quote, good as a kind of like sentence almost like, well, I have to eat lettuce because I'm trying to lose. Well, that's not she talks about long term results. And if your food, if you look at your food as well, I have to eat it not because I want no find healthy things that you want to eat. But it's your thought that let's let's go with I deserve to to eat McDonald's on the weekend. So that drives my choice. So what do I do? I go to McDonald's. And even if I'm getting a something that I've you ever heard how like and I've said this before, the egg McMuffin is a better bad choice. It's still a bad choice, though. But so on the weekends, because, you know, I deserve this thing, I'll uh, go in and I will go to McDonald's and I'll get my Egg McMuffin uh, Happy Meal. Happy Meal? Yeah. Uh, Egg McMuffin Value Meal, whatever. Which, of course, gets the, the grease sponge that they call hash browns and a Coke. There's my habit. And my habit, now because I do it every weekend, I'm getting really good at it. And your habit creates results. Well, one result, I don't know about you, but when I eat a hash brown from McDonald's, let's just say it doesn't stay with me very long. Uh, so that's one result that we typically don't want, especially when we're nowhere from our, our home throne. But uh, the other thing it does is usually, what do you know? I lost week, I lost weight during the week, but on the weekends, huh, it goes back up. Gee, I wonder why. And those results then lead to me saying, well, I told you you couldn't lose weight. You couldn't do that. And so what do I do? I make myself miserable and I, I try to cut back my calories. I make it even harder. I fall into a, it's, it's all or nothing, which she talks about how that doesn't work. And if I do an all or nothing and I actually do nothing all week, right? I don't eat anything bad on the weekends. I fall back to that same old bad habit of, Hey, I lost a pound. I'm going to go to McDonald's. So your thoughts drive your choices. And it's those thoughts that we, we talked about it before, how we lie to ourselves. You know, we've all done hard stuff. We have. If you've lived any time at all, you've done hard things in the past and probably things you didn't think you could do, uh, but you did them. You're still here. So we can 
you know, like I'll, I'll give you an example. If I leave, like I started doing this and it's so simple and yet it works. I put my apples on the, on the counter in the, in the kitchen. I put my oranges on the other counter in the kitchen. And you know what? I eat more of those. And yet I found out today, um, I don't eat peanut butter and jelly a lot. I really like peanut butter and jelly. It's not very healthy for you. A lot of calories in there. What I started doing is I would take one piece of wheat bread with like only like 10 carbs in it. And I would put a little bit of, of, you know, Smucker's goobers where it's the peanut butter and, and the whatever that is jelly is mixed together. And I would put it on one piece of bread, fold it in half. Hence my peanut butter and jelly sandwich now has half the calories. It's a better, bad choice, but I started eating those a lot. And so even a lot of a good thing can add up in calories. And so I found out, you know, and I could say, I could say, well, you know, when I see the, the jar of peanut butter and jelly on the counter, I just can't help myself. Yes, you can. It's, it's in the same way that it's a choice to grab a knife and a piece of bread and make a sandwich. You could choose to put the jar back in the cupboard and not eat one. And if you just want to keep blaming yourself and telling yourself you can't, yeah, you can. It's not easy, but you can do it. So I I did that. I put the goobers away and I'm like, all right, that's enough of that. And I'm eating more apples. I'm eating more oranges now. I'm eating more bananas. I put fruit out because I want a quick snack. And I walk in, I'm like, oh, and I love oranges. Oh my gosh, do I love oranges. And so by putting the food out that I want to eat more of and making it easier, I'm now losing weight. I'm getting up and I'm exercising. And the other thing I wanted to bring up here, holy cow, we're already at 20 minutes. I mentioned a couple weeks ago how I brought back using the app called Streaks. And one of the things that I did is the, I only came up with six things that I wanted to do. I wanted, I, I tracked my water, I tracked my calories, I tracked my exercise, I tracked did the scale go down, I tracked it, I take my vitamin, and I track I did not eat any bad food. And bad food is just the obvious stuff. So today, I did not eat bad food. I'm going to go ahead and check that one off. Um, and it, it's by by doing that and having a small list, and I started off with an even smaller list and then added one more and one more. When we try to do everything at one time, it becomes overwhelming. And then our, our thoughts again, drive our choices and our thoughts are, oh, I can't remember to do all this stuff. I told you I can't do it. I'm too old or whatever it is. It's kind of silly. So I just made it easy for myself. And it's kind of weird because I am, I have a problem with going to McDonald's on the weekends. And so what do you do if you're a smoker? What do you do if you're, you know, you, you, instead of maybe going cold Turkey, you break it down. So I, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to start. It sounds stupid. Cause again, I could make the choice of just not going to McDonald's, but I told you a couple weeks ago, I go to McDonald's. Now I don't get a Coke and I don't get a hash Brown. If you really want an egg McMuffin, fine, get an egg McMuffin and a glass of water. And I told you it was interesting because I really think what I'm craving is the Coke. I don't drink Coke during the week. I drink water all week. That's it. 
I might get a little Advocare spark in there to add a little flavor to it. But for the most part, I'm just drinking water. And when I went and got the Egg McMuffin without the Coke and without the uh, grease sponge, I was kind of like, hmm, I'm not feeling that fulfillment. I'm not feeling that zing. And that zing, I think, is from the sugar. So I'm slowly breaking that habit of that. And I, I'm not going to try to go gold, cold turkey. I'm just going to go instead of every Saturday and Sunday. What about every Saturday? Maybe just an Egg McMuffin. Break it down a little bit. Steps towards your right. Now, again, you can take big steps or small steps, but I'm trying to do things that I can do as my lifestyle that I don't end up. Because if you try to, again, sometimes if you're in a deep rut and you try to, you know, think again of a, a Jeep in these big old ruts, it's hard to steer out of those. So I'm giving myself a little space and saying, all right. I see what you're doing, and I've acknowledged this is not a good habit to get into. There are better choices, and uh, we're going to see what happens. I'm going to try to break. That's one that I go, that's nonsense. That's not. There are much healthier choices there. So if you want to check it out again, the book is called Chasing Cupcakes. The author is Elizabeth Benton, who also has a podcast, by the way. I'll be talking about that maybe in the future, but... The the last thing I want to leave you with here is, so we have all these negative thoughts in our head that just play over and over and over in our head. And she said, instead of listening to yourself, start talking to yourself. And that's where affirmations come in. And I know they're woo-woo. And I've said that over and over and over. I love the app Think Up an affirmation works on Android or um, iOS. It's a great app and uh, I'm going to be using it now because I don't want to wake up with the phrase you suck on the um, on the mirror. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have